Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey there, and welcome to 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. Hey, hey, Karen. Happy New Week. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy New Week to you as well. You know, I just prayed us in. I mean, I bless this, all of this. I know sometimes words get, people get triggered by different words. So what I, if prayer works, I'll say prayer because that it works for me. If we're talking about blessing something, yeah, I, I activated this presence and this power that we're always talking about. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm always at a, an expanded version of myself whenever I speak the word. So, uh, yeah, this is a, this is a wonderful beginning of this, of this new moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting hearing you word it that way, because I used to um, produce youth theater shows and I'd always get us to stand, you know, in a circle holding hands and Mm -hmm. to pray in before we did a performance. But I'd never call it that. And I don't recall what I called it, but I would not have said to a room of teenagers, let's pray. I said something like, let's set our intention for the show or, you know, I said, yeah. And and they were into it, you know, so it is so interesting about... It's so interesting when you actually look at language and how the same thing called something different means completely different things to people. That's yeah, and a, it really does, yeah. it leads into this question, right? What is blocking you? What is Absolutely. blocking you? And sometimes the use of language can stop us in our tracks. And that's what I'm talking about. So when I say the word prayer, For some individuals, because maybe they have not had a great relationship with um, in their upbringing relative to religion, it may bring that word may bring up a lot of things. It can block the flow. It can stop us um, right in our tracks. So those kinds of things can block us. Uh, if we let it, if we yeah. let it. So these words are really just um, the expression of energy. And we can always recalibrate the words. That That's what's really important to me. So It really is because yes. so many, uh, it's so disheartening or frustrating or all of the above to, you know, see somebody who is against a certain practice because mm-hmm. of the way it's languaged or the way it's presented. And I know that's happened yes. to me before too. I was a student of A Course in Miracles and I still kind of am, but that's presented in a very strict way that to me almost feels militant. And there's only so long I can be consistent with that frame. Whereas mm-hmm. actually that's my own block. I don't need to approach the teaching in that way. I may decide that I'm going to read a small section throughout the day and meditate a few small times throughout the day. But when you're told you meditate for half an hour in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the <laughs> evening, it becomes a block for me. You know, it becomes a block for me. Yeah. So I think there's yeah. so many ways that 
we're feeling blocked towards a spiritual or creative practice. And that's why I chose this question this week of what's blocking you, because yes. we can be blocked we can be blocked both spiritually and creatively. And at the end of the day, it's all the same thing. A block's a block. Yeah. And you know, it gives us, so that block is really for us. It really, because it gives us information. When we yeah. are, are pausing, when something is stopping, preventing us from moving forward, we get to turn within and do that work to release whatever that that blockage is, that is for us. So instead of running away from it, we really do get to, to look into it a, a little bit, a little bit more because sometimes that thing, and I often, when I teach, I often talk about that it's, it doesn't, it may not feel big, but this blockage can be a big boulder on our path. And a human being may just say, oh, I'm just going to walk around this. A spiritual being walks right through it and allows that which is, and, and gets the, the opportunity to expand, to learn from walking through the blockage. And then once we're through it, we realize that it really wasn't a big deal. It really wasn't. Uh, do you ever get the same blocks that come up multiple times? Um, I used to. <laughs> when I get blocked around something, it is painful for me. And I don't like experiencing pain. So it's my opportunity to look at it. So I can look at it when it first comes up, and it may be like a little nudge. If I keep ignoring it, it can turn into something that may be a pain, in the, a really hard, deep pain in my shoulders or, or something like that. I used to get headaches. That's how I would um, – that's how the blockage would manifest in my body temple – and um, now I don't do, I don't get headaches because I have a willingness to do the work because I don't want to experience something that's going to cause me a headache. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, yeah you get headaches. I get depressed. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. how, that's my physical manifestation of mm -hmm. experience. And I know one that comes up for me, God, and this has come up for me multiple times since we have known each other but mm -hmm. i i really do feel i love when spiritual theory becomes spiritual action but yes. for me a huge block is obligation and expectation mm -hmm. when i'm overly obligated to things projects people that i don't want to be nor do i have to be and yeah. they have an expectation of me to do a lot or more for them, that really becomes a negative cycle for me. And it's mm -hmm. been a lesson in setting, in setting boundaries, but that has yeah. been, that has been a huge one for me, obligation and expectation. And I'm very clear that <laughs> I'm very clear that I don't want to be obligated to somebody or for them to have an expectation of 
me. So I'm clear yes. about them things now. But that yes. that took a minute. That took a minute. And it reminds me, I got an invitation to a um, to a party, and it won't happen for the next, let's see, month or so. And so the person sent out this text saying, send me your address because I want to send you the invitation. And I'm assuming that it's a, you know, a hand invitation. It's the party is a baby shower. Mm-hmm. And I and it would take me uh, some time to drive out there and it's something that I really don't want to do. So instead of, I think before I would say, let me, um, oh, I don't know if I'm going to come. And I would really beat around the bush. Now I'm very clear. I, I won't be there, but I'm happy to send a gift. And that's the way I move through things. So I'm very clear. I'm not spending all my time with high anxiety up to that point. And then at the day, the, the day or two before that event saying, you know what, I'm not going to be able to come. Um, but this, when I say I won't be coming, and but I still want to participate, it releases me with great clarity. And if I decide to show up at the last minute, I might be, I'm sure I would be welcomed. Uh, but you see what I'm saying? So this cycle, that's a way that I, I put everything up front now. So I don't have anything that blocks me. Now, there are people who don't like that. They think that I'm, <laughs> they think that I'm haughty. They think that I um, am not thoughtful, but this is for me. This is how yeah. I'm living my life right now. And I'm so free because I'm able to do things like that. Yeah. yeah. And I love, I'm going to use that phrase. I'm not going to come, but I'd love to participate if that's true. You know, yes, if it's true right. that I'm not going to yes. come, but I'd love to. Yeah. Yes. I really like that. And I think one thing that, I mean, there has been bonuses to, this change the world has gone through over the past 18 months. And, you know, things, there's there's much more infinite possibilities about how we can engage and interact with each other. And I think that's really exciting. So there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways we can participate if we want to with something as opposed yeah. to being obligated or expected on so yes um, yes yeah and it's good to have clear like like you said you're clear and you put it all up front that's that's something I'm learning right now I'm clear about if something's coming up and I'm like this person's going to expect a lot from me um I'm not going to move forward with this you know what I mean this person's going to want their pound of flesh from me I'm I'm not going to move forward with this. <laughs> and it's just so good to, and like I said, I, I said this at the beginning of when I was making this point, when I love how spiritual theory becomes action, because mm-hmm. there has been so many times I've been in a therapy session or a spiritual workshop or just reading an inspirational book or being in meditation where I got the message around not being obligated, being more authentic, being truthful, all of the all of them things, yes. but to translate it into action is a leap 
You know, it's, it's not even the next step. I feel like, you know, that thing at the Olympics, a long jump, mm-hmm. that's how it feels taking theory to action. But when you do, it feels as good as that leap, you know? Yeah. 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 And even that, um, even all that takes practice. So if yes. we want to release the blockages that we have in different aspects of our lives, um, And oftentimes I associate blockage with wanting to complete tasks, right? So I want to complete the task. If we want to do that, if we want to free ourselves, we we free ourselves and we step into our authentic nature. And I think that that is a really wonderful thing to be, to be true to ourselves. and and to really express our our feelings to really express which are associated with spirit our emotions which are can create the blockages that can allow confusion to step in we can and the emotions allow us to take this information the that we the triggering that happens and it allows us to empty out, to clear the path so that we can move forward in a higher expression of the feelings. So, and I think that feelings are authentic. And the wonderful thing is that when we begin to feel our feelings and express those feelings, um, we can we can stop emotions from being blocked um, and so that we can heal and reveal the truth about those, about those things that need to be healed, those triggers through the emotions that are coming up for us. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And it, I'm, I'll say it again. It takes work. It's hard. Yeah. It's challenging and it takes practice and we get to be authentic enough to be able to, to do it and everybody doesn't get to do it people stay stuck they stay blocked and it's okay it's okay you know just hearing you talk it really had me think about a flow state which is you know you know spirituality and positive psychology there's there's various definitions of being in flow state but i think we do all understand this idea of being in the flow and only through having this conversation am i seeing that being blocked is the opposite to being in the flow. Maybe everybody else had that epiphany years ago. I'm just Mm -hmm. having it right here, right now. Um, So being in the flow and, you know, performing in some way or living in some way where you're energized, focused, you're involved, it doesn't feel as if, how do I put this? It's not as if then a block is coming along and you are just handling it. You're just, it's not as if you're firefighting blocks, but you're in a state where they don't even feel like blocks. Do you know what I mean? And I think if I, if I do say so myself, I feel very much in a flow state in my life right now. And Mm -hmm. things are coming up and happening that in a previous place, you know, they would have me say, I'm taking a day in bed. This is all too much for me. I feel overwhelmed. I feel this, I feel that. But mm-hmm. because I currently feel as if I've broken through some pattern, the same things can happen and they're not blocks. They're just 
yes. happening. It's, yeah. it's a very different space to be in. Yeah, it really is. I, I think that when we block something, that we are saying no to the presence. When we block something, we're step, stepping away. We're not allowing, surrendering to the excellence that wants to express, that wants to flow through us. When we block something, we're saying to spirit, no, I want to stay I want to stay just like this. I'm afraid. I, I, um, I, I'm staying in this box right now. I don't want to move forward. So I talk about the rhythm and the flow of the presence. Jill Goldsmith talks about, about the rhythm of the presence and just being in that flow, trusting the presence so much. And so blockage to me means being in our humanness. Free flow, being in the rhythm and the flow, means that we're saying yes to the presence and we're trusting. We're choosing that. Now, I completely agree. And if I think, like, like you said, like people choose to stay stuck, I just think back, you know, I love that, that Rumi quote, which says, the cure for the pain is the pain. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that as a mantra. I know I have to lean into uncomfortable feelings. Yes. But sometimes you just know that it's not as if you're going to lean into this uncomfortable feeling and have a bad day. You know, you could go through a prolonged period of disrupt and unrest and mm-hmm. And that is tough, but on the other side of that is is your more authentically expressed free flow yes. free flow life. But geez, yes. I understand I understand <laughs> I understand being on the other side of that ocean thinking, ah geez, I am not swimming over that anytime soon. But the ocean never goes away. You gotta swim it sometime. Right, right. Or not. That's the thing. Yeah, you got never- it. I will never forget being in class and this woman said, um, everybody may not get this, meaning whatever their, their lesson is, and I don't, I don't like that word, but whatever the opportunity for expanded awareness is, they may not get it in this lifetime. And, and that's okay. It's okay. I am so excited right now at this point in my life that when stuff comes to me, I have an opportunity, and we've talked about this so many times, to react to it or to respond to it. When I react, I go crazy. I'm in my humanness. When I respond, I remember that, excuse me, that this is all for me. I remember that this is all for me when I'm responding to it. So that's why I, I meditate. That's why I'm still. That's why I have movement in my life. That's why... You know, there's just so many ways that I show up in my authentic self because I, it is my wanting to allow the presence to express through me so that I can experience life in its fullness. I, I like it. And I have, and sometimes it's painful. And then I remember yeah. that all of this is for me. It allows me to get from one shore to the next. Yeah. And I like, I like sticking with that analogy. And 
using the framework of React or Respond because mm-hmm. responding might mean, and once again, we're speaking metaphorically here, yes, but it yes. could mean building a bridge, getting a boat, getting a life right. jacket. Right. Yeah. So yes. actually when yes. you respond to a situation and you're stood in front of the metaphorical sea you have to cross, uh, there's ways that you can get across that with, you know, that's not solely torturous and you know we speak about this and we speak about this in our company how can it be fun how can how can it be effortless how can it be downstream Mm -hmm. and granted there's times you have to do stuff that you may preferably not want to do but overall there's many opportunities to make something for you yes yeah yes i believe that yeah yeah and i love that because it's when we talk about mysticism and metaphysics, we're talking about black, white. There's nothing in between. Um, the omnipresence of of spirit is truth in my life, um, and I have I was born into that. I I have this great trust and faith in it as it. And there are some individuals who. Um, who can't and I'm who who don't have that trust and I'm going to I'm going to just go back to me for a minute when I have when my trust starts to waver that's when I use affirmations that's when I sit down and I'm still that's when I go out and I take a walk because I need to get this this anger that is um is is wanting to express through me out that's when I pay attention to uh, what I'm moving through. So uh, we talk about, so we talk about stair steps. Yes, we talk about bridges. We talk about tools that we need in order to move from a practice of reacting to everything to a practice of responding. Well, you have really stood up a question we're going to be answering in the future because <laughs> you mentioned about black and white. So um, in a couple of weeks, I want to dive into the gray area. The question will be something like, is there a gray area? But that's for another day. Um, this has been really powerful. Honestly, I hope anybody listening to uh, examine and lean into how you can unblock a block on the other side of that is a state of living in flow. And uh, I really welcome you to find a spiritual practice, find a positive psychology practice uh, that will, that will, you know, you'll transition from blocked to flow. And that's something we, we really wish for you, especially in this spirit of this podcast, which is transformation. We, um, We really hope that for you. And I hope that our conversation today has inspired something to start that journey. So Karen, thank you for all of your wisdom and insight as always. Thank you, Sean. 